from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. Hearing your responses, well, reading them, not hearing them yet, on our Facebook page, Triple M Central Queensland, regarding the consequences for crime done by youth. Mm. We say like the youths, the youth, but that's yeah, from no, 12 no. to 25 years of age. No other way youth. to put it. Yeah, that's just how it is. Uh, because a Harvey Bay business owner had her business broken into by a couple of youths. Mm-hmm. Did some damage, stole some booze, classic. Yeah, it's a petty classic theft story. kind of rubbish, but causing distress, damage, costs for the business owners. And what? And the business owner has said, oh, when they when he went to court, by the way, this kid. Yeah, that's what I was going to said. Ask. He was bored. That was the motivation for it. Oh, really? Okay. Is that like the biggest cop out you've ever heard? Oh, it's for terrible. anything ever, a you're terrible bored. Excuse. Really. So you break into a business. So what uh, is the, what's the owner said here? The owner has said, well, if he's so bored, how about he comes and does $1,000 worth of dishwashing at my business to make up for all the damages? Not a horrible idea. <laughs> I know, right? Not a horrible sentiment. Not go and face up to it. Do you think that would Probably work? be more difficult for her than him, quite honestly. Yeah, what, to get him to come you and actually... have a deal with him you know, in your business, yeah. Yeah, that no. That'd be a, they're obviously a pretty ordinary person mm-hmm. to do what they did in the first place. Yeah. But do you think that's... I like that idea as a yeah. form of reparation for her, but do you think it prevents this kid from offending again? I'm not sure about long-term yeah. effect, but at the same time, a lot of people I think in CQ would say that things aren't working the way it is. Mm. And also having to face up to consequences like anything in life, it can't be bad for you. Yeah, no, it's it's it can only you know, be a good thing. Having a face up to the people you've affected, and especially, yeah, considering you could, there are a lot of things to keep youth out of the prison yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. But there is, you know, there might be like a community based order, but that doesn't actually benefit the person who you directly affected. So getting this kid to work for her, yeah, isn't a bad idea. I don't know that because I think I'm, I'm kind of big on. I would, wouldn't want to see a youth go into the prison system. I don't mind these communities. Well, no convictions were recorded. Yeah. Well, because if they go into prison, they're just going to mingle with people they're who aren't great role models. getting rehab in there anyway. No. But then I do also see the flip side, which is what's a graffiti removal order going to teach this kid? He'll just go straight back to doing the same thing. It's almost like they need a responsibility or a role model to then put them on the right course. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more needed, perhaps. This kid was sentenced to six months probation for the trespassing, entering premises and obstructing charges. What does six months probation mean? <sighs> so he just, he's there. Uh, he, if he does it again, he'll get in bigger trouble kind of thing? Yeah. It's a, that feels like a deterrent for six months. It's not going to teach him anything. So what do you think? Do you think that this business owner is on the right track? It could be an option. It could be a bit helpful. One triple three five three got a few good answers here on Facebook already. I think, and I'll, I'd love to go through the answers on Facebook in a moment. Mm. But I think they're on the right track. But go even further. Don't just get him working for the thousand dollars damage. Employ him full time. Take him, not take him under. It's not their responsibility to take him under their wing. But if you have him there full time, and you can kind of be a better role model to him than the ones he's got in his life, 
Maybe that changed the future. Yeah, do you even think that kid would turn up on time, Anthony? I don't think so. But it'd be like an wouldn't be giving him like a full time job. Like a Hollywood movie. It starts really <laughs> bad and then it comes good and he like takes over the business well, for hey, them. Hey, look, that opportunity to come in and make things right, it could actually lead to something more positive. Exactly. Not necessarily necessarily straight up, but it could yeah. lead to better things. Yeah, sure. What are the people on Facebook saying? Some people are saying they agree. Pat says, excellent idea, although I think it could come back to bite her, though. How, what? Does think that it's a more positive way of trying to help the kid out. Yeah, I think it is. it's a more positive way as well. Yeah. Chris says it's good in theory, but they'll most likely steal while they're there. Yeah. I don't I'll know. be getting watched. It's not the middle of the night when they want to go and do these deeds. See, they do them when no one's watching. That's on purpose. Yeah, oh, the bored thing. I, I, I hate that excuse oh, as well. It's I'm, I was it's bored. Terrible, yeah, hey, everyone no. gets bored. Yeah. Sit on the couch and read. Yeah. Taking your thoughts this morning on our Facebook page, Triple M Central Queensland, and on the phone lines, 13353. G'day, Ray. How are you this morning, mate? Hey, I'm on top of the world. What would you want to see happen? Well, I'm not allowed to say what I think they should do, but they do have to do something that it's just stupid letting them go and they just go back out and do the same thing because they know that thing is going to happen to them. Yeah, there's no real consequence. No, no, they just do it again and again. Some of them have got bloody spreadsheets there 14 miles long Mm. and they just get away with it the next time. Well, Ray, Trevor says a public whipping would be better. So, I don't know. Well. (laughs) That's coming a little way too back. I think we've come ahead of those times. But... They need something like that. Apparently in Indonesia they they punish them and they have very, very little crime over there. Oh, there Ooh, you go. Well. <laughs> well, we'll have to keep that in mind. Thank you for your call, Ray. Hey, Nat, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think that community service is a fabulous idea. I think that perhaps um, it shouldn't be with the business owner that they've wronged, though, because then there could be, mm. you know concerns and complaints about um, victimisation, but I think that um, some sort of community service for a certain number of hours and Mm. to actually see the effect another business owner perhaps has had something similar happen um, and and so that then they can see the effects of what their wrongdoing has actually done to to people. Do you think there'd be a benefit in putting them, because I know like the community service is the punishment aspect but the rehabilitation aspect, what do you think the best thing to do there would be? Give them a mentor or maybe give them some sort of responsibility that they can take ownership over? Do you have any ideas for that? Yeah, well, I think just getting them working and, and even perhaps, you know, saying, for example, that they did, um, you know, $1,000 worth of work for free and then another $1,000 of paid work for that employer um, yeah. as part of a, a deal, I guess, for going and doing it. I think that that would help them with some work ethic and um, and also an understanding about the consequences of the, the actions that they've had against the, the person that they've wronged. Well, yeah, and understanding how much work it takes to pay back the $1,000 mm. and go, oh, that was actually a grind. Didn't enjoy that. <laughs> exactly. And then, then giving them some a little, maybe not employing them on a permanent basis, but giving them... You know, a thousand dollars worth of work, perhaps. Yeah. Do you, have you ever had a run in? Something out of it as well. Have you ever been affected by youth crime, Nat? Um, I lived in Alice Springs, um, 
for three years. I, I worked there at the hospital and um, absolutely I had a lot of things stolen while I was there. Mm. But the business owners there, it was it was off the chart. Oh, uh, they yeah. could hardly get insurance. It was, it was very, very difficult for business owners in that wow. environment. So yeah. I've absolutely seen that, yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling through with your thoughts and experiences this morning. Thank you. Reese, morning, mate. What's going on? Uh, mate, how you going? Good. What are your thoughts? Well, with this, if you break into a cafe and do a $1,000 damage, that's fine. Yeah, you got the $1,000. But then you've also probably got the cafe can't open that day. So you've got other people's employment being affected. You've got the owner's daily intake being affected. So whatever the damage is, I think you double it or triple it. Yeah. Mm. So it really sinks in that this is what you've actually done. You've, how you've affected other people's lives, not just your own. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure the business owner has uh, not even added all of that in there. That $1,000 was the minimum. Yeah, well, $1,000 was the damage, and then yeah. you've got the ongoing effects from that. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I like the idea. They'd be working there for a month to pay it back. Well, if it takes them a month, it takes them a month. Yeah, that's what I mean. They would be doing a solid amount of time for that much, yeah. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. Get more after this. Starting with my crappy old dishwasher. Trading it up on the show to get to the ultimate prize, to donate to charity before the end of the year. Pinky, I started with that. You did. And then Josh from Mount Morgan. Dipped in gold. As you say, yeah. He gave, he traded us his fridge, Westinghouse fridge. I'm saying it's an average size fridge. We've split hairs about that. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah. It's a big issue. Well, apparently it's a small issue. Size matters, Anthony. Must have had some monsters in in your day. Because I think it's a pretty reasonably sized fridge. So much so that someone named Shane, a lovely loyal listener, has also offered up a horse. Take a listen. I'm really curious to find out what it is that you wanted to trade for the fridge, Shane. I want to trade my horse. A horse? A horse, yes. It's a mare. Um, Okay, yep. She's an Arab cross stock horse mare. Yep. She hasn't been ridden for 14 years, but is broken in. Joining us now in studio, our boss who has to clear this, Nick. Morning. Morning. Good morning, Anthony and Pinky. <laughs> How are you both? Very excited to see you. I'm sure you are. Now, can I just say as well that I went on holidays for a week uh-huh. uh, to Tasmania and all this happened while I was away uh, and I got back and you've dumped a relatively slightly below average size fridge in my car park <laughs> with no explanation whatsoever. True, true. No, I told... And, and next to horse, um, so I know, right? Well. <laughs> okay, first of all, you're welcome to use the fridge, mate, obviously. Like, we can all share it until it gets traded for this <gasps> horse. And you were on holiday, so we didn't pull the trigger on this horse yet. We're still... Obviously, we didn't pull the trigger on the horse. Please don't. Yeah, no. But guess what? Shane called us. We, we have no control over the fact that Shane called us with this generous and very beautiful offer. Look, I can appreciate that. And, and I think your hearts are in the right place. I can understand that we're trying to raise money for charity and that's a fantastic thing. I do think it's also important to note that we have nowhere to store a horse here. <laughs> we also have very limited hay budget. And thirdly... No no offence to Shane, but hearing the audio, the horse sounds kind of knackered. It's a little bit on the older side, so I don't know if he's trying to sell you a lemon with poor shoes. 
How dare you? Firstly, yeah, I'm already attached you? to Nala. Mm. The unicorn. She does look like... You know, she's really beautiful. Good ho- good hooves. Yeah. We 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 she's said stunning. that. You met my housemate. He said, this horse has good hooves. Is this the same housemate that left you stranded on the weekend because he couldn't <laughs> organise fuel for his boat? Do you it want to know what else he's done? Fault, oh, no, Nick. I don't want to know. He's also using our radio show to get rid of his dishwasher. <laughs> I've got, I do have to say, momentum for this whole thing has seriously declined since I got the dishwasher off our back deck. But how could you turn away from a, a beautiful horse? Have you seen a photo of Nala? Look, no, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be goaded into this. I'm all for raising money for charity. I think it's a fantastic idea. Fantastic time of the year. I think we do need to pivot. Uh, this and is maybe... the guy that gave us permission to raise babies, mind oh, you. Yeah. That's okay. 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 <laughs> so we can do that. Exploit them. Look, at least horses' manure is helpful. <laughs> Look, anything without a heartbeat. I'm just going to reset the goalposts a little bit here. Anything without a heartbeat you okay. can trade for. Horse, bit of a stretch. Bird, no. We don't need any more pets here. We have a few stray cats already in the garage. Uh, I don't think Nala would get along with them, so I have I'm no afraid. Heartbeat. You just trade me. All right, I'm looking for a new co-host. Okay, good. There you go. Um, Sell me off. You know, though, we toyed with the idea of running a pony club with Nala and then charging people a fee. My little pony. You you were away. Hang on, mate. Don't jump jump in just yet. You were away, so you didn't see it. But when we said, let's do a pony club, the phones lit up. Everyone wanted to ride on this thing. So how do you let those people down? You're a big fella. You're over six foot. Will you get on your hands and knees and give out pony rides? For the listeners of CQ? You guys barely do your current job <laughs> adequately. And you want to add an entire separate job to what oh, you're doing. I've had enough of this guy. Giddy up. We, Get out of we do it as adequately Cut as we're paid. Get him out of here. Security. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Live and local. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. Triple M. Triple M breakfast. AB and Elliot's Rush Hour is on their Tiny Towns tour. We spoke with the male variety yesterday, <laughs> Elliot. Yes. However, he told Pinky to shove some carrots up her clacker. So hoping, I think I said it first, though. I think you told him to. Well, you know what? Let's not split heads. Return, sir. Hoping for a cleaner interview, we've got <laughs> AB, the graceful AB on the line. Morning. Oh, very bold of you to assume, but yes, it is the main event. <laughs> the main event. The main character is here. Good morning. Hello, team. How are you? We're doing well. How is the Tiny Towns tour going so far? Pretty great, mate. We're, we're actually at the moment in Clermont. We're sitting on the balcony of the Grand Hotel Motel, eating some stuff from the bakery, and it's a very light rain, but very, very pleasant. 22 degrees. Not complaining. Now, did you not meet your steer yesterday, Wombat? Yes. We drove through Serena on the way here, and we were able to finally meet Wombat in person, which was very special. So Wombat's a cow? It was steer, so oh. a cow without any... Well, like a bull without any, you know. Yeah. Had them cut off. Yep. Muted. <laughs> yeah. Who named it Wombat? Do we know? No, it was previously named Wombat. So the story of Wombat basically is that uh, he was born, his mother abandoned him, so he was quite small and frail. Oh. They, uh, His owners, Adam and Shannon, took him on, and then we purchased him for $13 off of them. Oh. But they still take care of him. Yeah. It's a great deal for them. So it's good to clear minute. that up for Anthony. Wombat is not a wombat, no. Your boss up there has let you buy a, a steer for $13. We, you wouldn't believe this, we've been offered a horse by a listener for free, more or less for well, free. Well, to auction off for charity. Yeah, and our boss here, oh, Nick, wow. who you know, yeah. has vetoed it. Yeah, Can you no. believe that? 
He said no. Yeah, what he a said dog. No. I mean, I look, know. 13, you, you know, you work your way up in this industry and then you get to the areas where you're allowed to spend $13 a year. One day you'll get there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. And so, yes, how has the weather affected the road trip so far? So we got through Dysart and it started to get pretty heavy and there was actually a road between Dysart and Claremont that was shut, like it was flooded, it wasn't really closed, but we're very smart, we don't have a real four-wheel drive, so we decided, no, not worth it, Uh, Mm. made it the long way around. And so there were a couple of concerns yesterday, we might not make it to Alpha, but Luke has been on the Queensland traffic app all morning, checking everything and road closures, it looks like we probably can get to Alpha if we go via Emerald. Well, good reminder there, if it's flooded, forget it. Mm. Yeah, the water was pretty fast running. So mm. I think even those big four drives would have struggled with that one. Now, we do love our tiny towns in Queensland. You know, they're all part of our great state. However, level with us here. What's the biggest shithole you've driven through so far? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did go through a little town. Like I always like to look up on Wikipedia every town that we go through on the way. Uh, okay. There is one called... Winchester and it had a population of five people and we drove through and it was just a mine and like there was no people. Wow. <laughs> five oh. people. Can you but imagine? There is we've found out since then that there was a lady that did used to live there. She passed away and she donated all of her money to this Winchester scholarship fund that pays for local kids in the area to go to private schools. Wow, well it sounds oh. nicer than Larimar, so there's that. <laughs> oh yeah, Larimar is a total. But that's in another state. There is no such thing as a crap Queensland tiny town. That's true, true. I'll tell you who's looking like they belong in Larimar at the moment. If you jump on the Rush Hour Queensland's Instagram, Elliot's wardrobe's a bit questionable. <laughs> what do you think yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's really obsessed with Yellowstone so much so that he's now like living the Yellowstone life. Oh, uh, we that's went to... the influence, right. <laughs> Yeah, we went to this great shop. Uh, it's in Townsville, but you can buy online from Donahue's. And they set us up with cowboy hats and outfits. And, yeah, he's, like, worn that every day. Yeah, no, he's no Kevin Costner, but anyway. <laughs> His R.M. <laughs> no, Williams no. don't look scuffed enough to be a real cowboy. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. And I don't think real cowboys wear R.M.s. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so where, no. are you, where are you guys broadcasting from again today at 4 p.m.? From the Alpha Hotel Motel. Beautiful. And then the following day, Longridge, where it's supposed to be 39 degrees and 80% humidity. Can't wait. Wow. Well, <laughs> we'll check in with you whilst you're melting in Longreach as well. It's a fresh start and it feels good. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. It's Triple M Breakfast.